0: By for action. Greenhill, I am on a battle station. Anything can happen in the next hour.
2: to episode 556 of the Paranoid School Rock Show, a show that hasn't been created by a student doing a project on coding. My name's Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, I'll be playing a whole bunch of tunes that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Up first was Suicidal Tendencies and War Inside My Head, from their second album, Join the Army, which was released... Thirty years ago, four years after their self-titled debut. My copy still has the poster all nicely folded in the sleeve. Did I tell you how I got thrown out of suicidal tendencies debut UK gig at Hammersmith Clarendon? Well I was trying to get on stage to of boxes all the time, then suddenly I felt a tub in my kitchen. Smith Road, where a running late sounds journalist had to step over me to gain entrance but at least he had the decency to write me into his review oh how i laughed these days suicidal tendencies sport one dave lombardo who of course you know used to play drums in slayer and when it suits the misfits back in the day it would be very rare for a band members to moonlight in other bands contracts and record label workload would put pay to this Nowadays, however, unless you're in an arena playing band, the chances are you're on at least a couple, or have a day job, or both. Dave has teamed up once more with Faith No More vocalist Mike Pan in Dead Cross, whose debut self-titled album hit the real and virtual record stores last Friday. I think we established last week that the more intense spectrum of rockdom doesn't always do it for me. Classic Slayer on the other paw? does unfortunately putting people who are top of their respective games in the same band doesn't automatically mean all the best bits are going to come to the fore for me this was the case with dead cross listening to the album in my car on the way home from work i was like fuck this shit excuse my french normally I, if i don't like a piece of music or a band i won't play it you know if you haven't anything nice to say don't say anything at all having said that though I am open to the fact that you lot might think differently to me, and I am warming to the Blood Clot album. The only track on Dead Cross that I enjoyed, and yes, I was doing speech marks motions with my fingers when I said enjoyed, was the cover of Bella Lugosi's Dead. Bands over the years, I've heard of, but nothing unknowingly by, was penetration. My first live experience uh, was when they supported The Damned on my birthday at Brixton Academy last year, and I was completely blown away by Pauline Murray's youthful vocals. So much so, I immediately, or, or the next day, uh, bought the band's last album, Resolution, which had been released a year earlier. Sadly, I've not managed to catch them again, although with a UK tour pending for October and November, I think that just might change. Especially as the band have taken a leaf out of the dams book and will, so I've led to believe, be playing songs that represent the whole of their 40-year career. Don't panic, it's not going to be a three-hour set as the band have only released three albums, four if you include the official bootleg of Race Against Time. However... Demos from back in the day will also get a live airing. A clutch, if not three, of these demos, which uh, were originally recorded at the end of uh, 77, beginning of 78, have never officially been released. Although, I hazard a guess that long time fans probably would have tracked them down. Anyway, they've just been recorded or re recorded. This is one of the new old songs in the shape and form of In the Future. (laughs) Artist to me is Rathason, who blends together rhythm and rock, garage rock, pub rock, rock, power pop, surf, punk, blues, and country. So that's all bases and all genres covered. A tall order for just one man. Rathason is Swedish, and I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to the nation of Sweden for my appalling upper pronunciation. But you should be used to that by now, knowing my luck, I probably pronounced it right. Anyway, Rathason's debut album. Full scale shakeability came out on Open Mind Records back in June and is chock full of all the above, as Riot of Grey demonstrates. said on last week's show that I'll play you some Chelsea Smiles to show Todd Youth, now the guitarist in New York, hardcore band Blood Clot, less aggressive, more power-popping side. So I am... <laughs> a demo of I'm Gone. The finished version of course ended up on their 2009 self-titled second album. I did think about playing the Fireburn single, Suspect the other hardcore product Todd is currently involved in, along with Israel Joseph. But I decided against it. Of course, Todd also played with Glen Campbell, who sadly died on Tuesday on his Meet Glen Campbell album. Whilst rooting around my musical library, I discovered in the Chelsea Smiles section a folder marked Todd Youth's Heartaches, a project of his I'd forgotten all about. Well, the last time I thought about them was last August, so obviously it's an annual thing. The band featured... Obviously, Todd on guitar and vocals with Sammy Yaffer on bass and Danny Young from Gloucester on drums. Sadly, the demos that were recorded that would be Nothing to Lose, Chatterbox, and Something's Gotta Give didn't feature Yaffa or Young. And the proposed album, An Eternal Equinox, was never completed. Of course, the track Chatterbox was the New York Doll song from their second album, Too Much, Too Soon, that was written and sung by Johnny Thunders, which was Johnny's first time, singing lead.
3: One, two, three, four! <laughs>
2: further listening pleasure and information johnny recycled chatterbox as leave me alone for the so alone album but you already knew that something you might not be aware of is that cadaver's fourth album rough times is due out through nuclear blast on the 29th of september to get you in the mood here's a track from said album this is die baby die Stava will be playing at the Dome in Tufnell Park on the 30th of September. A band that I've only managed to catch once when they supported C.J. Ramone last year at the Islington Academy Bar were the Yorkshire Rats. Sadly, my live reacquaintance with them will have to wait a tad longer as the band's September tour schedule is only taking in Germany. Fortunately, to quell my desire, the band released the Yorkshire Rats EP. In June, the first track, Alone Together, was released as a digital single back in February, which I'm sure I've already aired. Well, it sounded familiar, and I don't recall it being on Radio 4's playlist. If you take a trip over to the band's Bandcamp site, you'll discover that Don has put up five free-to-download tracks that he and original vocalist Sean recorded over 10 years ago. Anyway, from the new EP, for your listening pleasure, here is No Way Out. Of a Ramon, as I was, as you will recall from last week's show, I had the pleasure of seeing Richie Ramon at the Underworld in Camden. I will tell you, base is clear. I'm sure once a tour is over, is cryogenically frozen as she hasn't changed over the last twenty odd years. Can you imagine it? Sorry, who did you say was a president? The UK is leaving the EU. I think I'll be asking to be refrozen ASAP. Due to Rebellion, where Richie played on Sunday, a great swathe of usual suspects were conspicuous by their absence, and with the support band massive unable to get to the gig due to a tyre blowout and the spare being flat, the doors opened a lot later than advertised, with Richie Ramone taking to the stage just after 8.30. Whether it was the early start preventing the crowd from getting their Ramones mojo in the gear, or the fact that us British won't lose our shit unless the venue is rammed to the rafters, I felt that no matter how hard Richie, Claire, Ben and Ronnie tried, even with the strength of Solo and Ramon's classics, they weren't going to entice the audience into a melting pot of arms and legs. Of course, the band gave 100% and I thoroughly enjoyed it, even if it was stupidly loud on a motorhead scale of 11. I wonder if C.J. Ramon will fare any better in a few weeks' time when he plays the self-same venue. From cellophane, this is Pretty Poison. Mm Yeah!
3: Yeah yeah yo-
2: Sure, if you're aware of this, or even if I should admit it, but back in the day, I was really into the Bangles. Saw their second UK gig at the Marquee and at the Underground in Croydon the day before *Manic Monday* was released, and catapulted them to mega stardom. The Bangles are still a going concern, but bassist Michael Steele's place, who I fancied, is now filled by Derek Anderson, who I don't. Uh, as is the won't. Of a session and touring musician, they'll have their own band to fall back on, something to fill in the time before being summoned to where the money is at. Derek Anderson is no exception, having earlier this year released his first solo album, A World of My Own. Joining Derek on the song When I Was Your Man are two of the Bangles, in the shape and form of the Peterson Sisters, and from the Muffs, Kim Shattuck. Power pop bliss. With all-girl bands, barely a year has passed since Phoenix LA garage psych goddesses The Darts US, their press officer's words, not mine, but If The Cat Fits, uh, released their self-titled debut EP, which came out over here on Dirty Water Records at the beginning of October 2016. But come the end of next month, the band will be releasing their first full-length album, Out on CD and Pink Vinyl. Obviously, from said album, this is The Generator. seems that darts open brackets us close brackets will be spending the rest of 2017 touring said album in the states straight after the generator from meow you heard numb and common love from their self-titled album that is due out on attic records on the 1st of september vocally in some places numb vocalist lee reminds me of glenn danzig i said in places A few weeks ago, I told you about the covers album that was going to be released next month by Motorhead. One of the unreleased, unheard tracks that uh, was recorded during the sessions for the band's last studio album, Bad Magic, was David Bowie's Heroes. Said track is the first to be lifted from the album, and it's pretty much divided Motorhead and rock fans straight down the middle. It's hard for me... To be objective when it comes to my head, admittedly, Aftershock and Bad Magic were undoubtedly bona fide classics that equaled anything the Lemmy-Clark-Taylor lineup produced. So they were justifiably easy to love and defend. But here's the problem. Criticise heroes and you might as well be pissing on Lemmy's grave. Love it, and you're only saying that because Lemmy's dead. When I first heard it, I listened to it in silence and got all emotional because... I was listening to a voice I was never going to hear live again, singing a song by someone who was never again going to write another piece of music. Heroes is very much a poignant song, irrespective of Mowerhead or Bowie. I took it for what it was. A great song, written by a great man, performed by a great rock and roll band. Until next week, take it easy.